Dear girl, I am a doctor. When I peek, it's in the line of duty. Transmission will start in five seconds from now. Five, four, three, two, one, in. Welcome to Waffle Arm Podcast. My name is Simon Meddings. And I'm MC Kelly. And what a beautiful day here, uh, Mr. K. We have the windows open, the birds are singing. Yeah, it's the first one of... Uh, it feels like a long time, doesn't it? It does, actually, yeah. It's very nice, isn't it? It's a very nice weekend. And it's going down here really quick. As you were telling yeah. me, at uh, 7 o'clock this morning, so <laughs> put a spring in my step, the weather's going to be shit by the end of the week. Mm. Yeah, well, that's nice. That's nice, old. That's nice, that. Oh, uh, yeah. That's unusual for me to say, so that's non-alcoholic. Yeah, right? yeah, that's so, yeah. Rain water. What's, yeah, like the classic <laughs> line, you think, what? Rain? <laughs> you could... <laughs> right then, what are we doing today, my old chap? We are doing, uh, like, a big, I'd say a big behemoth in our life, mm. forever, hasn't it? Yeah. It's always been Star Trek. It has been Star Trek. Yeah, mate, it's been a constant, hasn't it? Uh, yeah, I would a think constant so. constant comfort for those days when life's a bit shit. You know, yeah, we will go into this why why we like it so much, but yeah. let's not do that in the first five minutes. Then we've got the no, 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 yeah, we've got this red rub KO emails out for forty minutes. <laughs> I know that's what people really want. I know. I know. I'm yeah, I'm slightly bored in that. There seems to be a bit of a petition going on yeah. that somebody wants us to do a podcast just of Rob Casey. He end up like getting rid of us, and we all hopefully we'll be doing it. <laughs> well, we'll be sending the emails. You Rob Casey, you bastard! Who do you think you are, thieving <laughs> bastard? Uh, yeah, so we're going to be doing Star Trek: uh, The Original Series, but what do we do before we talk about stuff? We play. I'd say. My favourite all-time theme tune. Is it really your favourite all-time theme? There have been some bad variants. If I can find a bad version of it, I'll stick it at the end. A of bad the version of it, what? Oh, yeah. like, done by, uh, maybe like, Jeff Love and his orchestra. Not Jeff Love. Ma- how about the electric version of it? I've never heard them. Oh. It almost sounds a little bit like... Uh, uh, Not a Bun Tempe one. No, it's, like, it's got like a wah-wah guitar. Not Reggie Wilson, <laughs> uh, So, here's the theme tune. Space, a final frontier. These are the voyages of the starship Enterprise. Its five-year mission to explore strange new worlds, to seek out new life and new civilizations, to boldly go where no man has gone before.
Now, uh, before we uh, crack on with the uh, mm. with the chat, uh, we did send a message out to everybody um, to if anyone had any opinions on Star Trek the original series. Now, as Cal has mentioned earlier on, we're not going to go into in depth about this. We're just going to be. It's basically about. I'd like to see Star Trek is fifty this year, fiftieth yeah. anniversary. Still quiet on the Western Front regarding that. Yeah, I am very, very disappointed. With... There is the um, Star Trek. Are they? Uh, it, yeah, yeah you've got that, and the film coming out, but it, it's still. Are you excited about the film? I'm not. Yeah. You know, I don't, that's nothing against Star Trek. Anything like that. I just it didn't seem to be given any. Well, I don't know. There's not been a lot of jazz about it. Well, it? like I said, I'm, I'm, yeah, I think reading between the lines with this, I think there's been a lot of trouble with this film, hasn't that? I don't. You know what? Because very Simon Pegg was not originally writing the script, was he? It wasn't. I don't care. No, it wasn't. Oh, right, I think okay. something happened because the original director. Because I think it was going to be penciled in for JJ Abrahams, uh, but Star he got Wars caught up with Star Wars and then brought him in, mm. and he worked with him because JJ Abrahams writes most of his own stuff, and he or works with writers. Yeah. So, like I said, I'm not gonna. I know there's a lot of. I've noticed. I think there's a lot of hate for the new JJ Abrahams films, and we both. I still I love like them. them I really love them. They're different. Hey, look, at the end of the day, give me some sci-fi fun and I'm there. I'm in the bag. Yeah. I'm in the popcorn bag. Actually, no. Uh, no, no what I can't stand is why a lot of people say, yeah, they turn it into an action film. Oh, sorry, this original series, <laughs> we're an action series. There's yeah. a fight in every episode. You, you type in Best of Kirk, which I'm trying to do. I don't, look, again, we, we probably won't be putting any uh, samples in because I've tried. Everyone knows You know, you know the well, thing is, like, when you type in best of Captain Kirk <laughs> what comes up is Shatner's acting and there's one and he's like you know the one where um, I can't remember the episode what it's called but he's, he's in the lift with Spock and he feels he's losing command is that the way with the eye yeah, liner yeah. I'm losing command that's a uh, balance of, uh, balance, that's that's a power, balance of power but he's yeah. doing that with his hands and he's all like and then suddenly he, he rocks to the other side I think it's really theatrical yeah 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 so it's like I don't want to be putting that because it'd be a lot of there but anyway before we crack on so we did ask people to email in uh, if they had any opinions of uh, of Star Trek, a few people forgot and stuff. But before we get into that, we do have um, two emails off Rob K. What the hell? We had one that was uh, it's a both about, personalities. He's Jekyll and he's I know. Well, yeah, because we had the one that came just after we finished the recording of the last episode, and the other one came yesterday. I've not read yesterday's one. Wrong, I have no idea what it's going to be. In fact, I can't remember this one. So, ladies right, and gentlemen, boys and girls, here is. The first of Rob K's emails. Hello, Waffles. How are you and Mad Dog Face Kelly? A girl that I like tells me she sings up for a French night. Have I read this one out about the night classes? I have, haven't I? Yeah. I have. Forget that one then. Uh, anyway, he was sad about that. Uh, this one, which I've read today. Hola. Hola, Waffles? No, he's gone from French to it's Spanish. Spanish. How's are you and Mad Dog Face Mr. Kelly? Right. Am I in time for shows? The baby in Gypsy Ex-Girlfriend is due to come out soon, so I goes Gypsy on... Gypsy <laughs> So I goes on a holiday with Goosey, <laughs> Insects Pete, and my brother Colin... Insect Pete. That oh. is a brilliant name. <laughs> and my brother Colin... <laughs> to Tenerife, a Canary Island in Spain, to cheers me up. Are you sending this from computer in hotel sittings in my shorts and flip flops? What? <laughs> we has a brilliant time and enjoy sunshine and beaches. I eat lots of funny foot ice creams. 
They lovely. I bites off big toe first. Mm -mm. I goes on ones of them banana boats pulled by a speedboat and falls off and nearly drowns wassels. And then a crab nips me while I sleep on the beach. <laughs> There's a beautiful, beautiful French girl at our hotel with hairy armpits. I know she's French. <laughs> I use no dung French lessons to try and woo insects, Pete's sister, that I told you last month. I don't think he told us it was insects, Pete's sister. <laughs> wow. I buy some nice sunglasses off Lucky Lucky Man to try to catch her eyes. Insects Pete drinks the water from Tapping Hotel and gets the shits. Yay! Jeez, <laughs> when is podcast meeting so I could come see his user <laughs> and lick dog? <dirt? laughs> he's going to come. He's going to turn up. No, he's not going to. And licks oh. dog face his face. Happy summer waffles. P.S. Star Trek is dog shit and you can stay to your Commander Kirk and Dr. Spock and stick them up your ass waffles. Thanks, uh, Rob. Uh, okay. Rob not a Rob fan, man. No, not a fan. Maybe a Star Wars fan. Uh, Rob, yeah. um, I'll be honest with you, mate. Uh, yeah, we, we do have a, a podcast. Mate. It's not really a podcast as meetup anymore. Well, not anymore. Cause it's, no, it's, he, more, it's, more, it's called, it's called the, uh, the, the Scutter Waffle, isn't it, really? Right. Scuttery Waffles. Right. Basically, it's just the boys from Scuttery right. Waffles. Daniel Vieira drunk, isn't he? He's really. Talks about sex. <laughs> That's generally what it is. <laughs> Something wrong. Kink in my back. That's it. No, a little, little higher, please. Push. Push hard. Take it in there, Mr. Sp Thank you, Yoma. That's sufficient. Uh, next one. On to the uh, Star Trek thing. So, um, this one is from regular listener, good old Stick Neil Morgan. Hi, gentlemen. Hope all is well with you. My thoughts on Star Trek. I've been watching it since I was about 10 or 11. And that's a long time. Uh, Star Trek along with Doctor Who were my gateway drugs into sci-fi. I couldn't tell you the first episode I saw, but so many of the episodes I remember from being a child. Nazis, 1920s, gangsters and cowboys appeared in the show seemed weird and did stand out. So many standout episodes for a series that set the standard in so many ways. World building, moving from TV to movies and multiple major characters. How many sci-fi shows exist only because of this show? Great stuff. Looking forward to the podcast. Regards, Neil Morgan. That's very good. That's very good. That's very yeah. nice, isn't it? Uh, and this one is from Amber Elstrad. Hey, you waffles. <laughs> it's catching on, isn't it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I'm not old enough to have watched TOS when it was originally aired, but it was on reruns when I was about seven. It was what I watched with my dad, Scotty and Spock, with my imaginary friends as I rode my big wheel up and down the sidewalk in front of the house. Since my younger brother wasn't quite old enough to play with me, and of course, I was the captain. Honestly, this may not sound like a fan of the show thing, but I have this happy memory of sitting on my parents' bed when I was about eight while watching an episode of TOS. And also trying to finish one of the Chronicles of Darnia books since I bet my dad that I could read the book in one day, which I did, and I picked up enough of the TOS episode to know what was happening. Though I couldn't tell you which one it was, either book or episode. Mm -hmm. TOS will be, always be my Star Trek. Smiley face. Amber. That's really lovely. That's nice. Though. That's something that's very similar to me. This is exactly we'll, what, we'll, is this what we were on about. This is what we were on about. About the warmth of it, not the details as well. And also the way that Amber says that it's something she watched with her dad. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. So it's kind of like that, you know, nice connection, something she'll always remember, which is which I think really is important. 
Um, this one off uh, the man, the legend Brian Dunn. Uh, I imagine Brian wrote this with his t-shirt off because he's always semi-naked. Is Brian always oh, running around? Oh. Hey, Med, sorry I'm late uh, seeing this and have to be brief as we are heading out for the weekend. TOS was the first sci-fi anything I have any recollection of. It would have been in the early 70s and I can remember watching the animated series on TV and the reruns of TOS on the, on, also on the TV. My dad was a fan and it was a show we watched together, which made me feel really good that we could both watch and enjoy together. I can very much recall when the AMT model kits were popular and I have built a dozen enterprises as well as the exploration kit with phaser, communicator and tricorder. My mum even made me a Kirk gold tunic to wear and made the insignia out of silver cloth. <clears throat> Excuse me. When Star Wars hit in 1977, I was consumed by it, by it, but I never left Trek far behind. I still love uh, Star Trek The Motion Picture because of the experience of seeing all my TOS heroes on the big screen, just two years after A New Hope. That love for the franchise of Trek really came back strong in high school when I met a lot of other fans of Trek. During that time, Star Wars was over, but Trek with the TOS cast carried on and was the focus of my fandom. By the time of TNG, I was about to start college and <clears throat> never really got into it until years later. So for me, TOS is that touchstone, that perfect place in my mind and in my heart that reminds me of those days and always puts a smile on my face. Oh, and the shat is the bomb. There's someone there who's took like a, a reading out of my brain there. That's yeah. exactly what I feel about it. Really? Yeah. Are you a fan of the motion picture then? Yeah. Are you really? Yeah, I, it's not. Don't say anything yet. No. <laughs> keep yeah, that, yeah, keep yeah, that yeah. in the thing. Uh, this, this next one, this man, uh, this actually, uh, Robert has been uh, in touch before because I, I did make a comment about his surname. Uh, I'm going to do it again because oh, yeah. he's ace. Robert Lovejoy. Oh, you'd love that bloody name. Man, yeah, that'd be your so, name. Yeah. But he probably hates it. For the reason, it's a bit like you'd always want to be called James Bond for booking the hotels, but in reality, you'd never get a booking, you'd no, never no, get no, a reservation. No, no. I love John's country, it doesn't mean dodgy. Dodgy anti <laughs> yeah. Which is good. I still, I still think Ian McShane should come back and do it. Because there is another bad. love job, isn't there? Isn't no. it his son or something? No, no, I don't think so. There is. No. There is, because he's, he's, he's in the first. He's in the first. Oh, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. You seem to know a lot more than me. It was on the, I was listening to. Um, I watch. Uh, a program with him in. I can't remember it now. It's a Deadwood. It's in Deadwood. Right, and I listened to a podcast about Deadwood and he was talking about, yeah, yeah, he, this was about four. Is he in something it. else now? What's he on now? That's new. Ooh. What was it, Robin? Because it's quite, it's quite old. It's quite, it's quite old, isn't quite it? Old, isn't it? Hmm. Actually, he's in a film that we're going to be doing soon. Uh, he's in Sexy Beast, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought you meant doing Lovejoy then. Do I thought you can go. Come off. on, why not? Because I hated it, that's why. Oh, is that but, a podcast I'm going to have to do on my own? Yeah, I think so. Just mind me. Oh no, got fucking school tomorrow. That's all. That's it. And I knew when that was on. Lovejoy come on school. I, I think Lovejoy was on a Tuesday though. No, it was Sunday night. It was always Sunday night. Sunday night. Yeah, after, it was. after Antiques Roadshow. Yeah, there it was you go. Antiques. <laughs> so this is Robert Lovejoy. Greetings from Florida. A new listener to the podcast, just catching up, but love your waffling on. Welcome, Robert. Thank yeah, you for joining us. Come on, us. welcome us to Florida. We'll go. Oh man, should we do a live? Uh, <laughs> Live from well, Florida. In Florida. In Florida. I don't, I don't think that. I don't think Natalie. <laughs> you're good Rob, Robert, Robert and Chris Clemente can sort us out. We'll be in there, will we? Yeah, man. And then, I, then we can carry. I can carry on to uh, Australia. Yeah, yeah. We can carry on to San You can phone Natalie up saying, like, Nat, I'm good. I'll see you in six months. <laughs> Tell all of them about. Yeah, good. A new list of podcasts just catching up. I love you, Waffling. I first caught Star Trek in syndication. 
It played in the afternoon on Channel 6 in a block of shows along with uh, Voice to the Bottom of the Sea and Time Tunnel. Well, that was an early night overload there. Yeah, I know, yeah. Uh, what's the connection between Time Tunnel and Star Trek then, do you know? Oh, uh, well, yeah, uh, t- oh, it's, uh, he was the, uh, well, no, he's Deep Space Nine, and he's the... Uh, uh, no, TNG. TNG was Is the... Is TNG or the DS9? He's the lounge singer. He's the lounge singer, yeah. I th- I th- that's... Uh, oh, what's his name, I don't know. No, no, it is, because Day- Ackerley teaches Data right to, oh, yeah, to yeah, TNG. Uh, as a kid... Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. As a kid, I watched the show over and over until I started to notice that Kirk was replaced with a double in the fight scenes. Well, we'll go on to that, <laughs> uh, once I saw that, I couldn't unsee that. I thought, well, if you're picking up on little things like that, maybe it's time to give the show a rest for a bit. Still love the series, though, especially the ones where they went to a planet whose entire culture was just like a historical period on Earth, like bread and circuses, e.g. Romans, a piece of the action, the roaring 20s, and patterns of force, the Nazis. I've got an interesting thing to talk about that stuff. Right, okay. And Spectre of the Gum. Look forward to hearing you. Best, Robert. So how cool is that from Robert? That's really good. I think what it shows you there is we've had, what, how many many emails there? Uh, Three Three, there. Two from America. Yeah. This is it, really, because I think in America, it's very. I think it's very acceptable to be a Star Trek fan. Mm. Being in Britain, <laughs> they were quiet, weren't they? There were, you know, when we were at school, there was me and you into Star Trek. I don't remember anyone else in Star Trek. I don't know, and, and you never talked about it. Star Wars is cool, weren't it? It's always cool. I don't think. Uh, I don't think it was because we was afraid of being beaten up or anything. No, I just, no, I don't I think, think it just, think just wasn't like, a big thing, was it? No, I think science fiction in England. I think a lot of things, though. I think, I think we're quite calm and quiet. Quite about about reserved. About, I think the only thing I can think <clears> that British fans have big fandom. It, to me, in Britain, is Doctor Who and James Bond. I think they're quite vocal yeah. fans. It's not I Star think that's Trek. That's only so much now, though. That's yeah, but that's yeah. that's, a, that's a very modern thing, yeah. isn't it? We haven't finished though. We've got two audio. Uh, Ooh, audio. Got I love an audio. And the first one, we have the, a wonderful audio comment from Mr. Star Trek himself from Treks in Sci-Fi Podcast, Mr. Rico Dusty. Hello, Waffle On, Meds. Uh, this is Rico from Treks in Sci-Fi, and I'm sending you a comment, audio comment, about uh, what uh, the original Star Trek TOS, as we call it, uh, means to me. I, I've obviously done a a lot of podcasts for 10 plus years about Trek and other things and I've talked quite a bit about TOS and and what it means to me but for those maybe listening to your show that have never heard my comments or even if you have maybe I'll give you a few uh, say a few things differently or or whatever but yeah TOS uh, I first became interested in Star Trek uh, watching uh, the original series in reruns when it was syndicated uh, back in the 70s and it it um i was interested in sci-fi i'd watch sci-fi old sci-fi movies but it was probably the first regular sci-fi show that i'd ever really watched or seen uh, regularly maybe lost in space there was kind of an overlap there between lost in space and 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 star trek but uh yeah, it's um, I had a you know a, a childhood that uh, well, my father died when I was pretty young, so I think I was at the time looking for sort of role models slash hero figures, male you know type, you know somebody to sort of emulate and and, and view and and see that uh, that would be uh, I don't want to say a surrogate father figure, but anyway, uh, it, it was. Uh, you know the show from probably the first episode that I watched really grabbed me for a few things. One was the uh, 
the fact that the future was good, you know, that the future was not, uh, we hadn't destroyed ourselves, there weren't apes ruling the planet, there wasn't like a plague that, uh, you know, wiped most of the people out. You know, basically the future was not only even better than it was now, but, you know, we survived, we met other aliens that we interacted with, and, and it was super cool and super great and, and, and something to really look forward to. Plus, the, the, the people in the future, the, the humans, got along. You know, there was not a war anymore on Earth. Uh, the, you know, different races got together. And, 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 you know, even in 2016 and maybe even more so than when, when Star Trek was first airing, although there were a lot of problems then, you know, to have, uh, to have that situation on a television show was unheard of really you know people getting along the future being positive and and it really shaped I think who I am and the way I think of things and you know I try to be a pretty optimistic person and think things will work out and that I think people are inherently good uh there are bad people but I think they they become that way and and I think the uh you know circumstances uh we just need to all work to to hopefully you know do more for others to helpfully, I don't know, I'm babbling now, you know, basically put them on the right path if you can. And, uh, but yeah, Star Trek means a lot to me. The original series, of course, is, is my, you know, first, uh, real Trek love, I guess you could call it. I started going to conventions and costumes and things and, and collecting stuff, building models and little props and sets of my own. So it, uh, it meant a lot to me growing up and it still means a lot to me to this day, and I, I've, you know, it's been so much a part of my life that it's, it's just kind of, you know, part of me. And you know, as as uh, as William Shatner would probably tell me at this point, get a life, get a life. Well, I, you know, I do have a life. I have a very full life, and Star Trek is just a part of that, and and I enjoy it greatly. And I always try to encourage others to watch it and try it. And and if you have never tried it, uh, you certainly should. And uh, I know that. There's a lot of, uh, you know, great stories there in TOS that, that have just such classic tales and classic meaning that are even sort of repeated to this day in different ways that I, I think is important. So I've probably said enough. Um, a, a long clip here. <laughs> Sorry, it went a lot longer than I thought. But uh, but anyway, here, I'll send this to you. And so uh, live long and prosper. And thanks for doing this uh, special Trek uh, show. And, and for the 50th anniversary, you know, from 1966 to 2016, you know, 50 years of Star Trek uh, in different forms. So uh, thanks, guys, and uh, keep up the great work. Bye-bye. Mr. Spock, are you all right? Yes, I believe no permanent damage was done. What happened? The occipital area of my head seems to have impacted with the arm of the chair. No, Mr. Spock, I meant what happened to us. That we have yet to ascertain. The thing is, Rico, Rico covers... If you want to know anything about checks in sci-fi, sorry, about uh, Star Trek, he covers episodes on his but it's one of the first podcast I've ever listened to. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you can guarantee that all he, Star he, Trek. Uh, yeah, no, he loves all of it. He's a big fan of all the Star. He's proper Star Trek. He's built. He built his own bridge, and he's actually he's he's got a proper. You'd love his man cave. Has he got a picture? Uh, yeah, I'll show you tomorrow. Show me. Oh, it's not my dream to do that. Yeah, uh, honestly, you should see his cellar. He's got like you know, like a man cave, like cool downstairs, like a basement, yeah, like a basement. And he's got like he's got like huge massive TVs and all his collections. Like like a den. Like there was like a den like American so sitcoms cool. in the sense. Oh, yeah. A man would always go into and the den got, and have a whiskey. He's got like lightsabers yeah. on the wall oh. and and it all lights up. And he's got he's been building this kind of like proper TOS style stuff. We built one when he was younger as well. And he did stuff like with his mates. 
uh, and all that, which we should probably talk about. Um, but yeah, no, he's, he's good. And, it, and our final one, of course, is from our, our sister podcast host, our wonderful good friend, uh, the lady Jen Rhodes from Anomaly Podcast. Hey guys, it's Jen from the Anomaly Podcast and the Star Wars Decks. Um, this is like the third time I've tried recording my message about why I love Star Trek so much. And I didn't think it would be so hard to put into words, but it is. I mean... Good gosh, there's so many reasons and it's hard to, to say it in, in such a short amount of time. So let me do the best I can and don't judge me if I sound <laughs> silly or uh, over the top. But um, basically, I grew up with Star Trek and... Um, my dad, who's basically John Wayne's twin brother, he's a straight-up cowboy, um, he is the one who int- introduced me to Star Trek. I stayed up late to watch the reruns on Saturday nights with my dad, and then we watched The Twilight Zone together afterwards. Um, we watched TOS back then, and he took me to see all the movies. And um, it started there. And then when I was in, I guess, the latter part of junior high and then later high school and college was, you know, TNG came along and um, that was just, I was in heaven. <laughs> the, I, I remember seeing the first episode and the chief of security was a woman and I was hooked and she had short hair like me and I was like yes finally someone who's like me and then also seeing Jordy with his visor I thought that was the coolest looking sunglasses I had ever seen and I did recognize them as banana clips because I wore them <laughs> at one point there they look exactly like a banana clip that was spray painted gold I'm sure that's where the idea came from but um then you know it, it's just something that lives in me I guess it's just like something that I go to when I'm sick when I'm feeling lonely, um, when I want to escape and I can't afford a vacation, I put on Star Trek. I know it sounds pathetic, but that is what I do. It's like, it's, it's just home to me. And it's the future I hope one day is achievable to be able to live in harmony with people and not fight and not care if they're they're one color or another color or handicap or a woman or a man and they can all do the same thing and no one cares and humanity is celebrated you know no one cares what religion you are you know everything is awesome <laughs> there's a song about that i won't sing it but um, it's it's appealing and I love Star Wars, but Star Trek's future is the one I want to exist. The one I know is achievable if we can just get our crap together, you know? Let's get the warp drive going so the Vulcans can see us. I mean, we're going to miss our boat. We've, we've got a limited amount of time left before that can you know, happen within the time frame that it's supposed to in the movies, you know? Let's get on that. 
Anyway, I kid about that last part, but wouldn't it be awesome? It would. Again, there's a song about that. Um, Anyway, I'm glad you guys are doing this episode. I can't wait to hear it. We really need to do an Anomaly Waffle On um, episode again. That was fun when we did the Holy Grail and Shaun of the Dead. I can't wait to do another one with you guys. So love your show. Love your dynamic. Love everything you're doing. Keep it up. Keep up the great work. Thanks for letting me comment. Talk to you later, guys. Bye. Always good to hear off, Jen. And as she says, we're going to have to do another Anomaly episode with them somewhere. Yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Just, just got to find out a really good... Yeah, oh, yeah. You know what I'd like to do? We were going to do uh, Dracula, actually. That was toyed with. Dracula? Uh, yeah, because... Like Cushion Dracula or... Yeah, no, 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 no. Christopher Lee. Christopher Lee oh, Dracula. Because Jen's recently got into um, that kind of horror. Like going to Hammer stuff, yeah? Yeah, going, I think that would be quite good because we're quite passionate about Hammer. Hammer. Oh, yeah. And it'd be good to see, like, uh, from the American's point of view. Well, yeah, because we sort of... Hammer was like... Our work. Growing, well, <laughs> that's it. Was our growing up was on all the while. Yeah. It's not anymore, but it used to be great. When we were growing up, there was Hammer films on all the bloody while, wasn't there? So oh, yeah. we don't like that. Um, so a little bit about first about Star Trek, and literally as you can see by the script here, um, there's not a lot because I'm obviously not going into detail. So um, it's classic, almost classic like a space western. Some people have put it in as a genre. It's of course created by. Gene Roddenberry, which I know you're going to talk about in a minute, mm. um, starring uh, William Shatner, Leonard Nimoy, DeForest Kelly, uh, who are the main stars in it, really. Let's face it, you know, uh, along with uh, James Doohan. Yeah. Who's uh, Canadian, but does a good, fairly good Do you know, you know, he was famous for accents. That's why he got that role. He was. He was doing a lot. Now, he did a lot of... Uh, now, you wouldn't know. I'm not being funny. Because when I first... Even when I was a kid, I first out, I thought... Well, accents a bit all over the place, isn't it? Yeah. But I suppose for American ears. But in, a, in the animated series, he did virtually all the voices in it as well. So is it? Because yeah, that's yeah. an ofi- unofficial fourth series, isn't it? It is, yeah. I think it's very fun. I mean, it should yeah. have been the third series, really, because yeah. the third series is diabolical. Let's <laughs> not get into that. Uh, Nichelle Nichols, of course, who played you here, a very important uh, actress, I think, in, in, uh, in not only in science fiction, but in television. Oh, uh, Not yeah. only being, of course, uh, African-American. Yeah. Uh, also, a, a leading, really, a, a leading woman, which I think... Uh, a lot of people. One of the criticisms I think about the new films is the fact, although although as we've talked about, Star Trek has always been the three lads, isn't it? It's always been Kirk, Bones, McCoy. That's why they're camping. But it's, it's that bromance. It's not bromance before it's bromance like, was like a word, in, wasn't it? In between, as in space. Exactly. You know, like Red Dwarf copied that, didn't it? Exactly. Uh, free, uh, if you get that banter, I know people use that word a lot. Other one, but bant. Uh, people who use that b- banter or proper word chemistry if you get that right that will cover up a multitude of sins bad effects bad editing every, even bad stories if that's right <laughs> yeah. because even the worst stories in this Spock Brian right <laughs> that's the one that always comes up yeah right even that is watch up because of them in it yeah I even I say like the same with Red Dwarf even some of the worst Red Dwarf episodes when did Red Dwarf go bad when they took Rimmer, Rimmer out. Yeah. And that's when they really... That, that is the most... I think like a great sitcom or great series, that's the best thing in it. Your characters are the number one thing. I mm. always think that. When you mess around with it and bring new people in, it never, ever works. It doesn't work. And I think that's one of the problems with... And I can understand the reasoning because obviously... Yeah, they're going to... You know, you, you want to kind of like be more... Um, Female roles into which is which is only right. Well, quality it, because I'm into yeah. this federation. Is all the about quality, all about isn't quantity. it? So, but I think the trouble is because you've already got this dynamic. It's a bit like if you've got three mates and they go on holiday every time someone else comes along. It's not quite right. And then I think you hear in the new films almost feels feels like it's forced in. 
you know what I mean? Like, oh, what can we do with that? Let's stick yeah. it in here. And, and also, uh, Mecca Spock's girlfriend was just shit. Yeah, but I think <laughs> that's all. That was just all about trying to open up New Spock, Spock's character, wasn't it? Because he's it so is, repressed. But, but, but why do you need to do that though? Because I mean, the one, the wonderful thing about Spock is that you've got a character, and that's where all the humour came from. Who, who was logical and didn't have any emotions. So, well, he has got emotions. Well, he has yeah, because he's repressed humour. Yeah, yeah. How close will we come to the nearest Klingon outpost if we continue on our present course? One parsec, sir. Close enough to smell them. That is illogical, Ensign. Odors cannot travel through the vacuum of space. And but he suppresses them. But that's where the the fun comes. The jokes come out of it. And I think they have brought some jokes into the new series, but I don't into the new films. But it's not as I suppose you. I suppose maybe you'd class the the humour in TOS as a bit cheesy now. I suppose with the the little joke and the musical. No, so, you know, it's, it's it's the way you know what's going to happen. You know, yeah, you just yeah. wait, wait for the joke at the end. Of it, yeah. But I like that, though. Yeah, but that's formula. You know, yeah, I think yeah, that's yeah. gone away from TV now, formula, hasn't it? Do you think that's for a good thing or a bad thing, though? Yeah, but in start, that's it. You can't have him just having a fight and having a joke. That was it. No, <laughs> having a fight, get the lady, have a joke. That was it. Have sh- shirt Yeah, yeah. Then Bones and put his eyebrow. Bones and his eyebrow up to work. What's something that Spock could say? Yeah. That was it, wasn't it? <laughs> that was it. <laughs> Um, so there was uh, three series of uh, the TV series, not including the animation. Uh, there were 79 episodes in total. The running time was September the 8th, 1966 to June the 3rd, 1969. Uh, the shows that followed were, of course, the animated series, uh, the films, uh, Next Generation, DS9, Voyager, Enterprise. Um, now, as in the description, I'll fold that up. We don't yeah. it. Um, so... Let's go to you first. I mean, when, when do you remember seeing Star Trek? Or when was the first, your first yeah, yeah, funny you say this, I mean, you can ask me this. I was lying in bed last night thinking about this. And, you know, I haven't got a recollection. Oh, yeah. I don't, you know, it's like I first, I first know where I was when I first watched Star Wars. I know where I was. My dad brought it home on a private copy <laughs> from the garage, like he always used to. Right? And we watched it on a video. Yeah, what year was that then? I think it was about, I think it was about 82, something like that. Yeah. I never, I never went to see the picture. I never went, like I said, I no, never went no, to the pictures. You know, we were too young. And my mum and dad never had money to, to go. You know, we weren't like now. We didn't have a lot of money then, did they? No, no, Going no. to the pictures was a big but you thing. had a video. Yeah, we had a video, but it was all nicked. From Friedel's down as well. Found out about a year later. When the woman come round the house and I'm about to jump on and put a throw a chair over it. I do Hang I on. do remember coming to your house and and, and, you, and your mum saying, Don't green that room up there. Yeah, one of your dad's friends. Who mysteriously was uh, it's running away from the police and then fell out of a window. Oh, and died. Yeah. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. Oh, he dear. fell. That was the uh, Did he leave all the stuff at yours? Yeah. Oh, he wasn't. The police pushed him out. <laughs> they did, yeah. Allegedly. Anyway, allegedly. allegedly. Yeah. This is a long time ago. This is nearly early age, but that's what happened because he was right. thieving so much. Anyway, we're going so to make pushed point. him out of the window? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Westminster's No, he was point. trying to escape. All right. Jump out of a window. It was about four things up. Try, and you know, it's comedy. He tried to make a thing out of sheets, right? To get out because <laughs> the police, never when the police were trying to kick the door in. Oh, wow. My mum's mate was at the party and the police come in and he was trying to get out and the, the couple of women just pushed him out. <gasps> Not like now, you wouldn't, you, but then it was it's just, <laughs> just like the coppers did, didn't they? Yeah. Anyway, you know, remember, life on Mars, for anyone, he was real. <laughs> this was reality of cop policing yeah. in the center. Anyway, so I have no recollection of, you know, I just remember having saw it. Yeah. it it's not stuck in my mind, like, like I said, like I said, the Star Wars. Star Wars, because I said, that video come, it's like, oh my God, I remember it. Mm. I remember it was Tuesday night, I remember it. And then so I want to watch it again, and I said, I've got to take it back because the bloke wants it back at work, right? Yeah. 
Like, I'm mad because they're going to wear, they got pirates from then. That's really mad. Where did they get them from? Where would the pirates been from the 80s? I don't know. From the, um, I don't know where they were in. I can't remember where the ones I used to get. I just remember. I don't know where they got them from. Know. It must have been from the studios, mustn't it? Yeah, because they're nicking them from the studios. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. must have been. And then, and then we brought over one. Because there was always screeners and things, weren't there? That's always yeah, been around us. Uh, critics still had them, didn't they? Yeah, I? yeah. And, and, and I think TV studio them as well, didn't they? Yeah. So, so no, what about yourself? Because uh, do you remember? Have you got? Is it in stone? Yeah, the, yeah there's. Um, don't know. The, obviously, we would have watched it on V ones. Clear, because you know we weren't born in '73. Um, I have vivid memories of it being shown in the summer and it being must be around about five o'clock or six o'clock on BBC Two. Yeah. And the only reason why I know that is because I always remember my mum calling me in from the garden and shouting Star Trek song. Oh. And running in and it was yeah, tea time because we'd be able to sit down and we'd we'd have cobs or whatever and watch it on the TV. Yeah, yeah. And I always remember theme tune. Yeah. I remember the theme tune starting off. But I always remember being sunny. Because I remember being light outside. I yeah. don't ever remember being dark. No, no, no. I don't know what year it was. No, I, I know that I know that I was because we were we, about we, six we, or seven. When so. we were young at school, it was on on a BBC Two on like a Tuesday night. Do you yeah. remember we talked about this before? That when yeah. we were young, there'd always be that kind of stuff. Always on Time yeah. Tunnel, the Invaders. Time Tunnel, the Invaders. Start, it was always on. Like, they've I've, gone away from that now, but I think they should bring all that stuff back. Yeah, because there's a market for it. I, I think I, I remember as well that I, I really got into. Um, I was really into Doctor Who at the time, as well, as, and I got into Doctor Who in 1979. I was six. You know, first Do you remember episode. that exact time? Yeah, yeah, that's definitely so. I remember the. I remember yeah, yeah. The, I think it was sitting there. It was my first episode I watched. In fact, it might have been a Pertwee episode. We weren't Pertwee weren't the Doctor. It was a really one episode I remember seeing. Um, or was it Megalos? Anyway, I can't remember. It's a long time for us. No, this is a long time now, isn't it? Trouble is, I like everything. Memories tend to blend into one. Yeah. But um, I think that, that I, my mum and dad obviously knew I was really into science fiction and stuff because I was such a massive fan of the Rocketeer. The um, the uh, early uh, era yeah, serial, yeah. the five it was always serial. on when we were kids. Yeah, the flash yeah. forward and Rocketeer were always on, weren't they? But, but specifically Rocketeer, yeah. where it would always end with him clearly dying. I think yeah. we talked about it. Yeah, yeah, clearly dying at the end of the episode, yeah. and then the next, I think it was Pink the next day. That was in because they sort of parried that in Voyager. Didn't yeah, they? Yeah, yeah. Captain Kronos. I know people hate that, but hold on. Captain Kronos. That's Captain Kronos. That's Captain Kronos. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Captain Proton. Captain Proton. Yeah, yeah, right. I love that. I know people hate that, but let's not get this talk about it. We've done Voyager, before. Let's not go back over to Voyager. But so, obviously, I was really into that kind of stuff. And I, you know what? I, I, I do want to buy the Bucketeer. Yeah, it, it's um, it's how much of it is a memory, is it's a lovely memory, then watching them, oh God, these are a bit cracky. Yeah, you know? I mean, the things I can put up with, I can put up with the odd effects, I can put up with being black and white, that doesn't that doesn't bother me. But it's like one of those things, Is like, how many more times am I going to watch it? But uh, whether, yeah. whether this was like, um, so yeah, so it was one of the things where my mum and dad would always shout me to come in and all that, and I definitely remember the fact that my bath time was at, at the end of credits. Uh, I always remember it was time to go up for a bath. Um, so, yeah, so that's kind of like my earliest memories of it. And then um, I can't remember any kind of, there's no specific episode. No, no, Actually, no. I tell you what, the one, the one episode that always, always stuck out was the one with Joan Collins. Well, we sitting in the yeah, yeah, it's the yeah. most famous episode. But that could have been because the fact that I think it was one of the most repeated episodes of stuff. Well, it's seen as there, it's, I think, you know, like I said, I'm reading that book at the mm. moment, and um, 
and I think he talks about in there that if anyone, if the original series fans pick an episode, not for funny, because you want funny, you probably go triples, wouldn't you? But <laughs> just for an episode to show you what Star Trek can do, that's the episode because it sort of had. It was like, you know, that's when the path was going a bit darker then. The storylines were going deeper then, weren't they? And he had a bit, you know, had a bit of sadness as well with Jane Coat. Like the Jane when she died. And yeah. she has to die. Yeah, yeah it's so, you know, I think that it's sort of perfect little episode that is of Star Trek, isn't it? No, obviously Gene, Gene Rodden is the writer of it. Well, sorry, the creator, creator. Uh, creator of it. And I think that's more important that we say he's the creator of Star Trek. Yeah. As opposed to being the writer. Because I think when I grew up, I just assumed, did you? Yeah. This is before you really got in. I, I just thought, oh, he must have wrote all that. Yeah, he didn't. Uh, he, no, he didn't write a lot of it. No, 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 no. <laughs> well, no, he, re- re- he rewrote a lot of it. Yeah, and he didn't Kane write Kane it. <laughs> yeah, no, Gene Roddenberry. Although, I mean, a, a genius for uh, creating a lot of a lot of stuff. And of course, you know, you got to give him credit for being the creator of Star Trek. Well, of course, yes. But also, not a very nice man. Oh no, and I think, like I said, I've tried. You know, I think we all know that. Everyone knows about what he was. He's womanising. He's it, drinking. Well, I told you what. Well, Leonard and I said about the caves. They were they were always sexual fantasies with the female crew. Yeah. That and that, and he weren't joking. They, that's why that. It's pervy. Mm. The Cage is a pervy episode. You you know, just because you don't see nothing, you watch it back and take it as a sexual allegory, what mm. that's about. About, you know, loads of weirdo people watching him, making out with loads of women and all different haircuts and all different yeah. places. Oh, there's, yeah, there's, yeah. Voy- there's definitely voyeurism going on. Oh, yeah. uh, it's a weird episode. Uh, and we should say as well that the, the, the Cage, the you know, the pilot, which... I didn't see for a long time. I don't think it was. We didn't see it on rerun. No, because the cage was split up and made into a different episode. Menagerie trial, yeah, yeah, the menagerie. And then I think later on when we had a Star Trek, I think it was. There must have been. It could be the twenty fifth anniversary, maybe something like that, uh, where they played the the cage. But for me, I remember seeing the cage and I bought it on video because I started to get Star Trek on video. Yeah, never did complete that. No, no, yeah, yeah. and that was as a bonus thing because there is a bit of a weird thing where you had the second pilot. No, was that where, where no man goes before? Sorry? But that in the uniforms that Pike had on, where Jeffrey Hunter played the first character, but that wasn't shown in, in the right order because you had a different episode where they're in the normal tunics that we know, and then they had the, the jumper tunics, which is really a bit weird, and Spock also looking slightly... Oh, no, but like I said, I, you know, I think you, you watch... If you watch them in order now, the proper mm. order, that they're on the Blu-ray, whatever, Yeah, yeah. That, that, he's completely discombobulated. Then first four episodes are finding the feet. Mm. Like mm. you know, like it's well, a bit of a thing. Oh, your bones weren't in it until see episode four, three, I think. three. So, yeah, yeah, three. Yeah, yeah. And there was another doctor before. What happened yeah, yeah. to him? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's also like as well. And Kirk's not Kirk. Kirk is like Kirk. Shatner's almost well. He's obviously reading from the script, so he's playing what Jeffrey Hunter would have been doing. Yeah, yeah. And he's very serious. Spock's he's very, really different. He's, he's a lot more different. alien in, in that in that cage, isn't he? Yeah, he's yeah, a lot yeah. more devil-like, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. And I think you had to tone that down. But I don't think. But well, it was because of the Southern States, weren't it? That yeah, yeah. thought they looked like thought the, devil. the devil. The devil, yeah, yeah. the devil. They must have loved it. I mean, there's a, a black lady on there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you also got kissing. Uh, what's your views on? Uh, on sh- there's no easy wish, but what, should we talk about Pike a little bit? Yeah, you know? I think you've got to talk about Pike no, because Hunter. there's no doubt. Uh, you know, I think it, he met, he, a crack, I thought he was a great captain. You know, oh, stoic. Do you know what he reminds me of? It's like Will Riker. I think yes, he's like Will Riker. Yeah. He's quite stoic. Mm. Isn't he? But what he's about, got no, what about, um, no charisma. What about what's his name? Um, Scott Bakula's captain. Oh, really? Think there's a bit like that as well. Yeah, Scott Bakula. Now I will argue any. If you look at his trajectory, he's the captain who goes through the most emotions and through the ringer mm. because that last. I know those people hate Enterprise, but I really like Enterprise. I, I know this is going to, but I think it's a far superior than DS Nine. 
But anyway, I know that's, I really think. But I know there was a lot of problems in the last episode, rubbish. But <laughs> that last series is amazing, and uh, the darkness in his character, especially the, the the penultimate series where he's trying to make revenge on Earth because the blue Earth, well, blew that big laser beam, and he's going mm-hmm. there to fight them. I really think Scott Bakula's character goes through the most. I think he was hard done by. I think that series was uh, was too late. Yeah. I think it it, it was um, saturation with Star Trek by then. There was three series near enough one at the same time. Mm. Now that's pretty hardcore. That it it is saturation. Hardcore. And some something in line you got to give it. There's only so many ideas you can do. Well, I think as well the trouble is is that because it, it's the the start. It's called Enterprise. Yet the ship's not called Enterprise, and it's not called Star Trek. That was a bad, bad so idea. You've already, you've got a ship. There, you know, there's plenty of opportunities to have had it as the proper Enterprise, not necessarily looking just like. We know they're not going to be able no. to make it look old and crap. I know people go, no. "Why didn't they make it? It'd look ridiculous?" It would look ridiculous in this modern day and age. In fact, it did almost look more modern than. Yeah, you know, yeah. Uh, and had it called the Enterprise, you know, it wouldn't. It didn't necessarily have to have it at one seven oh one. It could have been something else. And and have like, a, but of course they had the theme, the music on there, which is like you know the Trust. singing theme music, and there was a lot of that went against it because I was trying to be different from yeah, all yeah. the other shows. I too much. I always think with Star Trek, the expression that what they should do with every series or every new version is the same but different. Yeah, I mean, I think it's got to be the same. The same. Yeah, <laughs> it's it, got it to be. It's my argument view. What me and you constantly talk about about James Bond, the fact that you yeah, have, it's got to be the same. Yeah, got, yeah, not 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 repeat itself. Um, which, which kind of like when you look at, although I think it's a cracking film and I really enjoy it, Force Awakens. It's it's virtually when you, no. when you look at it, it's very. Do you know, you know we were talking about this me and my wife the other night, right? She said, "Oh, what do you think about Star Trek now? Uh, Star Wars now?" Mm. After that, I said, "I did like it, but six months, five months, it's not really stuck in my head." Like, if I think of Star Wars, I still think of the original. Yeah, yeah. Because, yeah, like, yeah. saying, is a, like, you know, there's no doubt it's a remake. Mm. And I don't care what he says, he is. It it's is, a way of redoing that yeah. to get kids into it, isn't and, it? And I've got funny. no problem with and, that. And that works because. But uh, uh, I wish there was a bit more original content in it. I do, uh, I, I think, do. I think we'll probably see more original content in the next one because of the fact that you, you, this what this film, Force Awakens, kind of like. Um, going on to Star Wars. I still don't know. And as well, why are they called the Rebel Alliance in that? Why are they still called the Rebel Alliance in that when it's foul? They're rebelling against. Well, the New Order, aren't they? Yeah, but what? Yeah, but I suppose it's because I don't know enough what's been going on in all the bloody yeah. stories and all that. But no, I've done nothing about it. But not. what are called the rebels in that when it's like, well, they're the rebels because they beat the the rebelled. Has any Star Wars act, Star Trek actor appeared in Star Wars? Ah, oh, no, there must have been. You know what would be really good, wouldn't it, if Shatner was a stormtrooper, like a real fat man? And they could turn him out. He's like Jabba the Hutt. He's sure short and fat for sure. He'd be like a young Jabba the Hutt. A young Jabba the Hutt. <laughs> Jabba's son. Oh, how come it? Oh, no. so, uh, so what about Kirk then? I mean, was was Kirk your kind of like your hero growing up? Still, he's my all-time favourite TV character. Yeah. He's perfect. He's perfect. He's what you want, a captain. Yeah, although, you know, he's philandering, yeah. <laughs> but that it was the 60s you always got to remember well, free love was going on you weren't married though no so, no you weren't married uh, you know. right and like I said like I said I read that book that uh, History of the Federation and his mm. character is really really actually interesting because oh, yeah, well, I didn't know he wasn't born, born on Earth he's not mm. he's not from Earth Kirk he's from oh, where well here you go if you read the book the, uh, oh, the, the, is the, this the, a yeah but is this a Shatner book or is this no a, no it's that one that Mark Lecoub. Yeah, if you read that, 
He didn't. He saw his father killed by a Romulan, and that's where it comes from. I mean, they invaded his colony, where he was from. I, like I said, I don't know where it works with Star Trek. I don't know if you've got canon and then you've got TV. I'm not. I'm. I'm. I'm unsure where it works. Oh. Canon is the proper thing, isn't it? I so Canon would be the TV series, then, wouldn't it? Canon's the TV series. And that's all put after. But if yeah. you read that, that's where Kirk... Kirk was a young boy on this planet, and they got invited him in the Romulan War, and his family got killed, and that's why he grew up hating... Not the Romulans, I'm talking about Klingons. Klingons. This is why he grew up hating the Klingons so much. Mm. But I don't know how... Because I read that book, it's a brilliant book. But it doesn't make sense with the TV. It's a bit like what we were talking today about stuff, weren't we, with the Marvel? Yeah, but it, it's all over the place. If you yeah. try and put it in, sometimes you just got to try and take it, everything because it's own mm. finger. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, Kirk is perfect. I think he can do darkness. Yeah. It can be funny. It can be likeable. Likeable, but it can be a captain. Yeah. I, he actually could be a captain. That's what I like about it. And he wore a girdle. And <laughs> he he, uh, no, 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 no. He didn't wear a girdle in Star Trek. He did. I mean, to be fair, I mean, <laughs> he could have. I, I think the later series of it, he was clearly not doing many, you know, <laughs> no, 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 because no. he, he did put a bit of tonnage on. I think the girdle came with TJ Hooker, and that, that was only because <laughs> the fact that he had a backup operation or something. And he had to keep... Girl in a wig. Did you see what he was wearing a wig in Star Trek, though, wasn't it? Oh, he's balls. He's totally balls. In fact, the. Because, uh, you know, I've looked at. I know, yours, this is legendary sticking thing. <laughs> yeah, there's a One day you'll get it. One day you'll get it. Well, he does say at the end of his audiobook. Have you still got my audiobook? No. Up till now? I don't know. I might, 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 might be upstairs in my finger. Right, okay. But he does. He, he ends it saying, uh, Life should be a mystery, like, do I wear a wig? But according to Shatner's Toupee, the, the, the excellent website, which yeah. I spent many, many hours <laughs> perusing, uh, if you look, the only bit they reckon after watching many, many episodes and also uh, other stuff that Shatner's been in, the only bit of hair he's got on a regular basis is there. He's got what, some at, hair. At the so he's going to trick, he's got a horseshoe. Or he has, he's got I, reckon he's, I reckon he's got a horseshoe, yeah. Yeah, right. yeah. Um, now, whether, whether when he started acting like Connery, uh, he was just starting to go quite thin. Because there's some things you look, he looks quite thin on some early... Like, Do I tell you this fact about the Shatner fact? That his first film, his first ever film was a science fiction film done in Esperanto. Oh, really? Do you know, it's in that thing. They said it was only found in 1996. It said, search for it for years. Oh. And he, he, had to, he was reading it off a massive board and reading it. And said, it sounds awful. Oh, really? You can't imagine that, because you're not the greatest actor in the world. It's, yeah, you know, no, but he, he, him, like, doing that, Esperanto. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I've got to find Should I look for that now? Well, I was like, before you go, I'll try and find yeah. the name of that film. Um, but yeah, no, yeah, he's, he's wigged in that. And also, if you look closely, you can see the fact that it's a wig. Uh, because he don't move an awful lot. But how old was he? He was twenty. Was he twenty nine when he was doing this? He's a bit old now, really. Thirty five. I think was he thirty five. And he's been acting for quite a while. He'd been on the road. Except for the thing, he's a proper thespian, isn't he? Oh yeah, no, because he's part. And of I think that you think though that that's what makes it good. That the three main actors are thespians. Oh. And no, but I know people go that they, they overact. Right, that's but, the trouble because he he he, he trained. That, yeah, they do on the stage, didn't they? Yeah, because you know who his uh, mentor was. No. Was uh, Christopher Plummer. Well, and, uh, yeah, I know. So you can't really. I mean, classic actor. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, but the trouble is, that, and a lot, you see this a lot of actors who, um, 
No, you, you get taught to act in TV and film because well, there's a no, you don't, you don't move, don't yeah. move, do you? No, because everything can be done in the ways of an art. This is where Marlon Brando, that's where that acting come into it. Where you don't have to do that, do you? Well, to be fair, Brando took it a little bit too far. No, but he invented Why not turn it up? Yeah, no, but, no. <laughs> but he invented that, didn't he? Where sometimes yeah. you can move your eye, you can do much emotion as flinging your arms round. Roger Moore. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. so, yeah. But so, more necessity, but, that's what you can do with it. Yeah, really, yes. But I think the trouble is with, with Shatner, and Shatner is a legend, there's no getting away from it. As I said to you, when you watch those clips, and he's going, he's <gasps> all hand. I like it, though. And he's like, oh, no, I like yeah, it as yeah. well. And of course, shows he means it. That's, what, he means that's it, what I think yeah. gives it. If they would have been half hearted, I think it wouldn't have worked. He sort no. of threw the self into it. I know Shatner, you know, in the 70s and the 80s, was a look down on it. Still making money out of it though, weren't they? Yeah, yeah. I mean, hated it, but still writing books. He turned off that bloody thing. Yeah, and still writing books with the bank. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, I was watching it the other day, and and, and the thing that kind of, and it did make me laugh. But I suppose uh, it'd be interesting to see what people still thought when they saw it for the first time. When you got the split dual personality, the good the good Kirk and the bad Kirk. I'm Captain Kirk. You yeah, know yeah. that kind of stuff. That's the one. That's Richard really Matheson. That is. That's right by Richard Matheson. That is really. Oh, no, I, I am legend. Episode. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's a great episode. Yeah. In that book, also, I mean, that's his favourite. Also, episode. attempted raping that as well. Do yeah, you know yeah, I mean? yeah. Where against uh, Yeoman, uh, uh, when he scratches the face. Yeah. But <laughs> and this is not Shatner's fault. A bit like what we said about the Phantom Menace thing about the fact you can't blame uh, Jake Lloyd because he can only go by Hado Hated. Does that scene where suddenly his hand? Comes out of nowhere into the no, screenshot, and it's almost like he's doing uh, mass up myself. He like pulls himself in, yeah, and he's yeah. like, da, 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 you know. And that kind of stuff. Also, do you know that there's not a lot of original music done for that? There's, there's a cracking box set of music for TOS that you can get now, and unlike uh, James Bond, where you can't get all the music, you can buy all the music for it, and because a lot of it was re-repeated music. Oh. And if you listen, if you watch Trek again and keep an ear out for it, you see that a lot of music's repeated. Oh. Now, me and you have talked many times before as well about the fighting of Kirk, and, and this was mentioned in our email that we had, I think oh, by yes. Robert, where the fact that Kirk's stunt double is atrocious. I know. It's, it's, like, it's about four stone lighter as well, you know. Four stone and black. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and like I said, you even knew that as a kid. You could yeah. know it as a kid because we used to talk about it when we were kids. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's not him, he's a stunt double. Yeah. Stunt double. And he was but we were obsessed by him. Yeah. Him and bloody. Tony Todd fighting. I oh, Tony Todd fighting, rolling down hill. Yeah, yeah. No, we used to love it. Was the, with the flying black that everything. When he'd throw his whole girth at someone, we used to shatter, didn't we? He just throw his soul. Well, there is. There is. Uh, there is. And uh, once I tell you this, I guarantee you, you will be looking at this tonight. Uh, there is the Shatner, the, uh, how to fight like Shatner. <laughs> and it is, it's, you've got the karate chop neck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The one handed chop. Yeah, yeah. The flying over the uh, shoulder. <laughs> the rolling at them. As you said, the jizzing. Now, I, I thought the other day I was watching our friend, our mutual friend, uh, Linda, had put on Facebook. Well, I didn't know. She was watching The Invaders. I didn't know she's a massive, I think she fancied him, massive fan of Voy Thinners. Voy oh, Thinners, right? Uh, um, and we had that thing, didn't we? Oh, yeah. Who would we? We know. Oh, oh, yeah. uh, I, I don't know. It'd be a close thought thing. I just think Shatner would win because girth, wouldn't he? Yeah, yeah. He'd end up just pummeling him, wouldn't he? Yeah. There's only so much you can have a flying Shatner coming yeah. in. Yeah, you well, could well, deal with things he'd fly over flying cabinets. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So Shatner would have been out of that, but who would have been out of Shatner and uh, Big Pat McGoon? Yeah, Pete Pat McGoon. Yeah, Pete, Pete McGoon was just like a boxing star, weren't he? Oh, Not yeah, much yeah. from feet moving. But paws. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Paws yeah, punching yeah, yeah, yeah. McGoon. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And a bit of a look at the little wink as well. <laughs> <laughs> right. I don't know. I think he'd be Shatner because just sheer weight. <laughs> 
Right, if he's constantly been flying and landing on your neck, yeah, you're yeah. going to wear your out, innit? What about Shatner and TJ Hooker? Yeah, I don't. Oh, God, no. Did he yeah. ever go over a bunny of a car? Because that bunny must have been weird. He, he, do I remember about this? He's in front of his nightstick at the beginning. That's all I can remember about that. You know what? Can no, I, can, I know, can, but you don't know what's it though. Even you have, have you borrowed it? I did, I borrowed. <laughs> Is it really I bad? I all the scenes. I think it ain't dirty well, has it? No. I watched two episodes. That bad? Is that, is that bad? It's unwatchable. No, it's not bad. So I mean, Shatner's great. Yeah, yeah. Heaven yeah, luckily. Luckily, it's yeah, always yeah. good, isn't it? The trouble was, was the fact that it was, um, it was quite hard to say, Hello. <laughs> It was the, the stories was just the same over and over again and he was like oh there's only so and he did have a bad week there was a bad week in it yeah it- sorry about the pause there we did pause recording because uh, you've got to tell the, the listeners oh yeah just that um, we're going on holiday very soon and we put our cat in um, in a cattery and we took him down to see him the other week we just had a letter about booking him basically a letter saying that Mr Percy what his name is Mr Percy Kelly has got his uh, reservation book with unsweet with unsweet garden so the what, uh, thing is, right, is that you don't nowadays you don't need, we don't get letters anymore. We just get email confirmations. Oh, it I, sucks. God. Yeah. Uh, anyway, yeah. Well, has he got a new check-in? Yeah. So uh, yeah, the shadow. I mean, I, I, he he was an ideal leading man, wasn't he, for TOS? And I think a, a bit of a hero for all all boys at that age. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I know. Uh, yeah, I'm talking about the you know. There's no doubt. William Shatner as an actor, as a character, as a personality, has got a raging ego. Oh, yes. And still has. Oh, he still thinks he's a man. And, and uh, you know, that's, uh, you know, this is the person who don't like Star Trek. Whenever there's a new documentary, it's him involved in it, isn't he? Yeah. But I, th- I think he's got round now. I think he does love it now, doesn't he? But I think his ego suited Kirk because a captain would have an ego. Was, this was a probably Hunter. He was too quiet. He was too quiet. Was, was uh, Kirk your favourite character in Star Trek? Or was it? Was it? He was. It was Kirk, some of my time favourite in all that, any Star Trek. I, you know, you know me, I love Data. Mm. I love Data and I, I love Barclay. Broccoli. I love Barclay. Mm. And I love the Doctor. The, I love them three. Amazing. But mm. it's always... It's all right, yeah. I'm the same, really, and I, I think it's funny because I think, I think Vigo says that um, his favourite character was um, uh, Spark, and but and in later in life he were, he's gone into chemicals and science. He, he's, his background is science, and so it's funny how his favourite character is now. You know, he's gone into that kind of similar science background. I, I was always a big fan of Bones. Yeah, uh, I think people were older then. <laughs> we also had had yeah, he did a lot of westerns, so he probably got a lot of things for the sun. But I, mean, I think DeForest Kelly was 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 very well known for being a very nice bloke as well. There's no, he says in that book he was really lovely. He was sort of the peacemaker, wasn't he? Oh, so he got upset, uh, Shatner upset him quite badly by apparently he came in one day and he's I think it was his dog or his cat had died. I think it was his dog. And Shatner made a joke of it. <laughs> and uh, he's waiting for three weeks. It's quite a long time, isn't it, when you're on set? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, uh, and like, meant to be best friends. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Shatner did upset quite a few people, didn't he? I think, yeah, I think yeah, yeah, all of them. Well, look at... He fell out with Leonard before he died, hadn't yeah. they? And it was over something stupid, wasn't it? It was over stupid stuff, wasn't it? it? Well, that was to do with the captain's programme, didn't they? That way he used archive footage, just because Nimoy said no. Funny enough, though, that was like Shatner from writing a book. Called my bet, my my friend Lennon. <laughs> <laughs> That's where you go to chat, isn't it? Yeah. Oh yeah. He'll put himself in there. Priceline.com. He's always there making a book. Uh, but yeah, no, I mean, uh, but I, I think I'd love to meet him. Are we going to meet? Ah, uh, I know. You know, 
I'd say I bothered about but, that route. But is he going to be a Michael Caine? I know because you were so disappointed, weren't you? Well, I, I just like I think we said this on the last podcast though, where you know I've been a fan of Kane for years, and I finally got to meet him, and because it was such a rushed environment, I didn't. We, I mean, I met him and I said hello and, and all that, but I, I didn't. Yeah, I don't know. No. There was like the way really George Romero, we met George. He actually chatted for a little chatted bit. Chatted, shook your hand. Yeah, nice yeah. Once it was interesting, that bloke's camera. Yeah, you know, like, yeah. I, asked, I asked him a question, didn't I, about Day of the yeah. Dead, and he talked about well, it. He also, and I, I weren't paying for it, but he also and, took an interest in me. Yeah, nice so that, you know, and I know that it was you, but but those photograph things where where you, I think you get I and then you photographed and then you're gone. And well, you say there's a lot of that. It does sound amazing now being on a bloody on the uh, Enterprise. I know, but it's a lot of bloody money in it. And, you can't and I'm really funny. Who's going to be, gonna be impressed with me? I'll show my wife that. She goes, huh? How much was that? Yeah, I know. You don't know. I, I think it'd be more impressive if me and you are on the Enterprise. Yeah, yeah. Our photograph taken. But I mean, if I wanted to see Will Wyker, that's on the Saturday and the Sunday. I can only do the Sunday. Yeah, so yeah. it means I've got to go all the way back again and it's like 55 it's a lot of money because it's going to cost us 50 quid anyway to but look this is his thing isn't it oh they love the fans don't they yeah, yeah. they do love the fans because oh, yeah. they keep them in the condos oh, yeah. and that's the worst thing I, I think that's the worst part of science fiction mm. now we talk about like being fanboys mm. fanboys are cash cow mm. and I wish sometimes some of these sci-fi we've kept them in, in they do stuff yeah, yeah. for fans but they don't Star Wars is the really bad one for that. These different level of tickets you can have. Well, that's like the thing I'm saying. I mean, yeah, have oh, you seen how much the Admiral's tickets? It really angers me, that does. Yeah. It's about Star Trek, about equality. They've got rid of greed and money, <laughs> apart from the fans. Apart from the fans, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, the, the Admiral's ticket for that Star Trek thing is £3,000. I mean, to be fair, you do get a what? lot. What? Yeah, but what? But, You've got a lot of for that. But the, yeah, and that's the thing, though. The person who can afford a ticket for £3,000... Right, is it? It's like probably probably isn't as passionate about somebody like into Star Trek as me and you are. No, no. And and a part of me is a little bit rebellious on that, where the fact that I don't want to. I mean, I I, I want to go. And we'll no, it's go. like it's but the thing really is, easy, I don't. I just don't want to pay. I don't want to give them the money. No, so I, 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 yeah, I don't want to give them the money. Let me see. Fucking bastards! They are. No, they, you know, with anything like. I think sums up is the, the you know, it's a memorabilia fair, isn't it? Yeah. We have one not that far away, Milton Keynes, not that far away. It's free, mm. and they have better people. And we have to pay parking <laughs> and pay again in, and then pay to have a photo with them, and they're looking at you like you're a piece of shit. Ah, <laughs> uh, that Greg Gunberg one will never leave me. No, you know, he just had contempt for everything you could see, didn't he? No, no, I don't, I don't, think, video, I don't think he did. I think his publicist did. Because he was, because when I, I paid the twenty quid for a photo for an autograph of him, and he's not even a main person. No, 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 no. And then I said, "Oh, can I have a photograph?" And you could see the look of absolute embarrassment face. And he put it because, "Oh, yes, but that'll be another twenty quid." And no, forty quid. And I just looked at him and said, "Nah, you're right." And you could see he was yeah, dying yeah, yeah. inside. You could see he was dying inside. Um, yeah, so obviously Star Trek then spawned off some films. I mean, we're not going to go into them because <clears throat> we probably might do the, might do a Trek film. Oh, look, we've we his fingers. We're going to do every scene. We are going to do every scene oh, in yeah. our life, aren't we? Have we said that? You you said earlier on that you're you you are a fan of the yeah, motion picture. I am. Is that the best Trek film? Nowhere, no, 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 it's nowhere near. You know, a bit too godlike. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's like, oh, let's do our own version, two thousand and one. Yeah, it is. There's no doubt it's a two thousand. Was, it was meant to be the, the TV series. Yeah, wasn't it? there was going to be. Yeah, and I think Phase that, two. Yeah, I like it because I love seeing the the Enterprise actually 
built to look real. Yeah. The engine room looked real and the cost. You know, I love the engine room in the original series was diabolical, weren't it? <laughs> right. But with that, it started looking real then and yeah. science was coming into it. It's not the most exciting thing. and But I don't know, I like everything. And it's sort of... You know, it, yeah. it starts it off. It's a brilliant start point for new Star Trek. It's not a bad story either. No, it's not. It's, it's, it's just a bit... Mm. I think the thing is what I what I, I struggle with. Uh, just silly, you know the uniforms. Why they got belt buckles on them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Well, it's like that. Why are there, why is there loads of so much wood paneling in space? Why is everything done? It's like that's the next generation. It. Why is the wood paneling? <laughs> right. You don't want wood in space. You don't. You wouldn't want it. Why? Because it'd warp. Bloody hell! Oh. That's very good. Right, but uh, no, but. It's sort of, I don't know, they put weird things in it. There's loads of weird stuff in it, isn't there? Out of the TOS bridge and the TNG bridge, which is your favourite? Well, it's the original series, isn't it? And yeah, I, 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 yeah, just because... It's TNG's the, got a nice carpet. I know, but it's the... Yes, it's the wooden, wooden paneling carpet. <laughs> right? right? Uh, no, I just like the... It's the captain's chair. It's yeah. the best chair. Mm. It's the actual captain's chair, isn't that? That's what I like about it. I, I don't know, because, like I said, I, I'm dug in it because of the warmth of it. Because yeah, I've got yeah, so yeah. much love for it. So, I mean, we, we, for, for the, the original series then, have you ever got to... Has it been anything that's kind of like been a bit of a comfort blanket, do you, do you think? Yeah, there's no doubt. You know. Like I said, I've got to be honest, I haven't watched it for a few years now because uh, no, I think I like that either. email said earlier, you do it to death and mm. in the end, you start noticing all the wrong things in it and that's yeah. when you should have a break from it, shouldn't you? I don't yeah. mind people loving things and saying, oh, I wish that was done better because that's when yeah, it shows yeah, you yeah, love yeah, something yeah. but not when you're just laughing at it. Are you? I mean, are you tempted to buy the remastered version? Because I mean, I think on the Blu-rays you can get the the original version and the remastered version the same disc, can't you? Keith, give me his. Uh, oh, so you've got the original. They'll, they'll do, mate. Yeah, I, I, I know they're remastered. I've looked at some on YouTube, mm. and they do look amazing, like Thorley and Webb and that. Yeah, they've breathed yeah, yeah. on it. But I remember him being with the big blocks on it, so it doesn't bother me. Yeah, I'm a bit like that with Star Wars. Yeah, I'm happy to see the blocks outside. Doesn't bother I don't me. Know, I, I'd buy them, but I think it's one of the things where I think. You know, um, it's got to be a good price. It's like TNG. I'd really like to have the TNG, but only because of that I'm a collector. Oh, yeah, uh, and you know what I'm like? I'm yeah, and what percentage? Like, yeah, here's a question then. I don't think I've ever watched. In them three series, right, the first three, three series, mm. percentage-wise, which are good episodes and which are not very good episodes? I'd say, well... Series three probably about eighty percent. Eighty percent of series three. But I'm, you know what I do because I know there's week. That's the trouble. And that's how they again like cash cow. That's how they suck me in. Is the fact I know there's really good special features on there, and that's the thing. It's like you're I not going to watch Sparks Brian, are you? Well, you know I'd watch it once <laughs> because like it's like anything, isn't it? It's like what you said about the monsters. Oh no, no, you no, love no, it. 50-50 you know, like, that. Yeah. Watching that now. 50-50. It's like I'm a bit like that. We uh, the trouble is, I started watching the Equalizer. Uh, Married with Children. I mean, Emily Equalizer are all good. <laughs> no, not a lot. The truth is, you end up watching them because you know that in the background there's someone who's really famous now, like Richard <laughs> Slater's in it. Uh, I think Liam Neeson's in an episode yeah. and all that. And you do kind of watch it and thinking, oh, look, so and so's in there. I don't own all the Equalizer. Do I? Yeah, but it's, I, it's like I don't own all Moonlight. Moonlight was like that, actually. Oh, no. I remember that even at the time. Yeah. A lot of the episodes were sort of really up the south, especially yeah. towards the end well, they, when they got too famous, didn't they? They got really famous. Yeah, because the, the, the last episode of Moonlight is actually them taking the set down. Yeah, I, I, yeah when you start it's a bit doing too things. Self parody. Yeah, I think when, you know, I, I, I was saying, weirdly, to Ellis, completely different, but I think, you know, like the uh, Universe and Sun contest is like that. 
Half of the end now. <laughs> Did you watch any of that on Saturday? The end bit, right? They're even... They're out, the own show is joking about how bad the show is. <laughs> when they did that song, that piece, piece. I did. When the, the, right, they did a song where they were taking the mick out of all the different stuff in it. Right. Then they did a little sketch with having a... And I thought... It's gone too far. When you, when you, when you, you know, that's where the, the band got the name Pop Will Eat Itself. When, when that starts, when its own show starts taking the piss out of itself, it's time to finish it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that was about me moonlighting. It got so, so different. You know, it was like a detective agency at first, wasn't it? And then it became about everything else then, didn't it? And I think this was a problem with Star Trek. I think by that third series, they're trying to be clever mm. or not clever. Let's just throw a monster in it. I think as well, is it was the fact that it got cancelled and then got brought back because of public demand. And when you cancel something, it means that the producers, the, the people at the television studio... It's that, I told it's you, it's that, same thing it's that bloke, that Coon, Jerry yeah, Coon. Yeah. Now, he, the, you know, in Star Trek lore, they reckon he's actually more important than Gene Roddenberry because mm. he brought all the captains, like, he was the one who did the Klingons, and he left mm. at the end of season two because... Him and Rogers are about Yeah, yeah. So... So what's, what's your, to, to end on now, what's, what's your kind of like, your Latin final thoughts on... on yeah, I, I said, why, why, do we, why do we love it so much? I think it's because it was a series that, you know, sometimes you don't have to fight your way out of a problem. Mm. You know, that to me, that's, you know, the think the way out of a problem. I think TNG was the one who really brought that out. Yeah, I started yeah. with TOS. Really. You, know, you, know, you know, it's like, there's that the, the classic scene is the one where the captain, the everything's shaking about, and uh, they're being attacked, and everyone's screaming, apart from Spock, when he goes, hmm, interesting. Yeah. That's a famous scene, that is, and I think that sums it up that, yeah, there's something going on here. And that, to me, is like, yeah, you know, I love Star Wars as well, but Star Wars is hokum. Mm. It's bloody bunkum, bloody uh, spirituality. They don't mean anything, really. Basically, they chop people up with swords. Right? Right? <laughs> that, you know, you blast people and whatever, the force and all that, or whatever, it doesn't matter. With that, it was like they solved the problems. Also, there is, a, there is a, the true variant of science fiction because the fact that a lot of Star Trek has gone from science fiction to science fact. Yeah, yeah. Communicator is a classic example yeah. of the mobile yeah. phone or cell phone, whichever country you're in. Uh, now you've got handheld devices, you've got iPads, you've got all this kind of stuff. Even with medical stuff now, where you have laser surgery, you have... Tricorder you know, will happen. The, we're, we're sort of near regard well, it is with it anyway, yeah. because that's why uh, MIR scanner is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That kind of stuff. And that's what I like about it. To me, it's like, I, know, I do like the fighting as well. But, uh, you know, I always think that you can do it on many levels. You know, you can watch it as... That's why some of the cleverest people in the world, cleverest, I love Star Trek because they wouldn't be liking it if it's that dumb because I don't know, it's got something more that keeps giving... Well, I can keep watching it. You know, I mean, when's the last time you watched Star Wars? Uh, New Hope. Uh, New Hope. Star Wars. Oh, I, I was calling Star Wars. Yeah, How long? Two months ago. Is it? Well, because I wanted Isla to see the characters for when oh. she watched Star Wars Awakens. She loves it. Really? She hates Phantom Menace. Oh, that's good. She said it didn't look real. Mm. So, that, that, I think that's what it is with me. It's just, it, it, you know... She likes Star Trek, though. Yeah. Because she watches TNG and I put on TOS. Uh, she, I think she liked TOS because of the colours. Now, yeah, yeah. Well, that, it, it is a primary. Well, it's very hippie, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Oh, but no, it's, well, it's you a got, hippie. You got Charles Napier, haven't you? In that hippie kind of. It is a whole hippie thing. That's a, in a way, you know. That's what it was counterculture, weren't it? There's a lot of counterculture gun. But I, think, I just think, you know, it doesn't. It's ho- it's hopeful as well. Mm. It, you know, they always ending on a hopeful note, even when it'd be a depressing episode. They'd always try and find a way out and. To me, it's like, right, if humanity's going to end up like Star Trek, brilliant. Yeah. 
that's the that is the thingy for um for mankind it'd be amazing wouldn't it if you could live in the universe with all di- different things and money's gone and you're doing anything just for yourself to make bank up that'd be brilliant it's, it's not going to be happening no, but it's lovely too much greed in the world oh yeah but it's lovely and that's what I liked about it it was the facets of, he, he talked about every facet of society medicine politics gender politics race sex everything in it mm. and a good punch up what more do you want from a TV series yeah, perfect perfect times. what about you um oh wow I think it's it's got me wanting to watch it more talking about it. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> that's it, there you go. Also as well, I'm quite fascinated by the fact that the, it, 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 it had one episode in which it was launching a pilot called with Gary Seven. I and looked to have saw that. That, been that really didn't good, come that out, but Keith was telling me today. No, he's, really, we had, we've got a mate at work who's, who's a bit special, isn't he? He's got his learning differences, but my yeah. God... He's an encyclopedic knowledge of Star Trek. Oh, yeah. He knows all the, the shit classes and everything. Now, he was saying that that pilot of Gary, it is Gary Seven, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, was the re- There was going to be the story that he was responsible for the Botany Bay crashing. Now, Shatner, well, Kirk let Gary Seven go and get back and all that kind of stuff, mm. which means Kirk is also responsible then for ultimately his son's death. Oh, bloody hell. Bloody hell. That's a yeah. bit of a mad one, isn't it? Mad, isn't it? I because it never happens, so it's not kind of No, no, I never thought that. Uh, no, like you, I mean, I think it, it's, it's every time I watch it, I get excited by it. Like with TNG, now I remember when TNG started in 80, I think 87 or 88, yeah, we yeah, got yeah. it over here, I remember about a year yeah. later. I really poo-pooed it, I hated it when it started. Because, I think we all because, Well, only because of the fact that, for me, Star Trek was Captain yeah, yeah, America yeah. which is a bit of an immature thing to do, but at the end of the day, it was 14, 15. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I, and then it went to later on where TNG really became my Star Trek, because it, it was like, I could associate more, I wanted to have a beard like Will Viker, um, you know, all those things that you, because it, it was made to be, it's a bit like how you can't knock modern day Doctor Who fans because that's their Doctor yeah, Who, yeah. and it's, it's, I think it's, it's made gonna, to be for them. I think it's going to be the same when we get this new Star Trek, isn't it? Like, oh, yeah, because like I said, it annoys me. So straight away, people are hating it. Oh, well, they haven't got any casting. And then, oh, we hate this director. Then you find out he's like a massive fan no, and wrote no, no, loads no. of Star Trek episodes. So he isn't. Yeah, but what you've got to remember is people are wankers. Yeah. <laughs> In this <laughs> world, they are. I've said this well, to you. Well, you went Who fans, do you? No, I hate Doctor Who fans. And I'm a Doctor Who fan. But you know what? I was there when we got, when we lost Doctor Who. Mm. I lived through the from '86 where we had no Doctor yeah, Who. Yeah, yeah, and we had the cool Yeah, where yeah. were all them? I, I was there then, so you know I won't knock it at all. Don't knock stuff because you can knock it and then you I'm lose looking it forward to it. I am. I'm looking a forward to the new Trek series. Well, the Trek, I think the series is coming next year, and is I mean I, I wouldn't surprise me if the films maybe is the film going in September when the 50th anniversary. It is, yeah, yeah. I hope so, and I'm hoping we're going to get a lot of documentaries and stuff like that. Oh, there's going to be something in it for fans, isn't there? There's going to be, but that new series. It's going to be brilliant, isn't it? I have put a shout out for um, for people to leave us some feedback on iTunes. Uh, we have had a couple on uh, the UK one. Uh, I can see the American one, but this is just from the UK. I thought I'd read this out because I thought you might like it. Okay. Oh, yeah. uh, this was uh, called um, uh, A Good Companion from Lush1076. This was actually from September last year. Uh, during long days working alone, this podcast is a lovely easy listen. I must say that I hated the Brummie accent, but this is no longer the case. In particular, Mark Kelly's infectious Midland dialect is pure gold. Look at that. Simon does a brilliant job as host and mediator. And to, no, mediator. Mediator with myself? It's mediator <laughs> me, I'm <laughs> And together they give an insightful, funny and down-to-earth view on a wide range of TV and film. Keep going, lads, for Matthew. Cheers, Matt. 
Uh, and this this one that's just been come, uh, just came up on uh, the seventh of May oh. uh, by Charlie Drake's Mankini. <laughs> Blinding well worth a peek. Uh, came across this podcast by accident. Binge listened to ten hours. What? <laughs> that deserves a medal. <laughs> uh, now I've started talking in a bummy accent. Uh, great podcast. Very much, uh, very much has that feeling of sitting in a pub beer garden on a lazy summer's day, shit yeah. chatting about TV and films with your mates. If your yeah. mate sounded like the Peaky Blinders. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Except you don't realise how much hard work because it needs to sound so unprofessional. Yes, really, Kel doesn't sound anything like that. <laughs> no, 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 I'm really, I'm really posh. As I'm the one who has the true blending Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, thanks for listening, uh, everyone. Uh, I hope you we, enjoyed that. Yeah, we don't know what's going on next. We do. I do. Jaws. Oh God, yes, I got the delivery the other day. So Jaws is our next oh, episode. No, we're getting into true classic films now. Oh, it's going to be good. Yeah, so Jaws is next. So uh, please email us your comments and thoughts to wafflonpodcast.gmail.com. Jenny's going to tell you all about that as usual. Thank you to Jen. Um, but we do have a competition coming up soon. And uh, we're going to throw that in with me and Cal going on holiday. So thanks for joining us. Bye. Shoot to kill, shoot to kill, shoot to kill. We come in peace, shoot to kill. Scotty, beat me up. It's worse than that. He's dead, Jim. Dead, Jim. Dead, Jim.
Jim. It's worse than that. He's dead, Jim. Dead, Jim. Dead. Well, it's life, Jim, but not as we know it. Not as we know it. Not as we know it. It's life, Jim, but not as we know it. Not as we know it, Captain. Hey, If you would like to voice your opinions in written or vocal form, then please do email the lads at waffleonpodcast at gmail.com and await your views to be aired and then royally torn apart or praised. If you stalk the internet and hide in such social networks as Facebook, then why not join the group page? It's easy to do. Just type Waffle On Podcast in the search bar, find the page, and join. This has been a Waffle On production. Copyright Simon Meddings and Mark C. Kelly. Be seeing you.